Hello and welcome back to the channel. Today we have a very special guest to interview. She plays for Caledonia Gladiator at the minute, so I want to see all those Caledonia Gladiator fans click the like button on this video, comment and tell me what are you looking forward to to watching Robin Lewis suit up for the Caledonia Gladiators again this season. Also, if you haven't subscribed to this channel, whether you're a Gladiators fan or not, make sure you click the button in the corner of this video. Subscribe so you're the first to get all of the upcoming content. We've got more gaming content, we've got more vlogs, and we've got more player interviews. So do not miss any of the upcoming content we've got. But without further ado, let's welcome Robin Lewis to the show now. Hello, Robin, and welcome to WBBL Review. Hiya, thanks for having me. Uh, how, how's things going with you? Obviously, we're currently in the off-season. Um, how, how are you finding it? Uh, yeah, really good. It's been nice to have some downtime after quite a hectic year, um, but now starting to get sort of back into things, back into the gym with a view to the upcoming season. Yeah, so we'll start with some something about, about yourself and growing up when you started playing basketball, through your basketball journey, and then we'll we'll talk about Caledonia more specifically in a little bit. So let's start with where were you born? Uh, Paisley in Scotland. Okay. Tell us something about Paisley, something everyone needs to know about Paisley. Um, oh, I don't know what's... There's not much in Paisley. There's a nice abbey, like a cathedral-type nice. thing. That's nice. probably the best Paisley I offer. When did you start playing basketball? Uh, I was 11 when I started playing. Um, I didn't actually want to start playing. My like friend in school dragged me along to a basketball session because she didn't want to go on her own and I didn't want to go. And then I really enjoyed it. So here we are. Were you the really annoying friend that was just so good? And the friend, oh, I didn't realise you were that good. I wouldn't have invited you. She's like really into her music now and she jokes that she's like, you're the I'm the reason that you're doing all these things nice. but um, no she's still a very very talented person <laughs> just away from basketball just a little bit when you were growing up what other sports did you play oh I did everything when I was younger um bit of tennis bit of gymnastics um more seriously probably athletics like when I got to the point where I had to pick one or the other that was sort of the main other sport I was doing um, but yeah, I did a bit of everything. My brother was really active as well, so we were always like doing things together, football and different things. Who who inspired you to like? Obviously, your friend was there a coach when you were growing up that inspired you to keep going in basketball. Um, we had like I came through sort of the St Mirren pathway, which was like the local club in Paisley. So the Lang kind of family had set all that up, and were sort of instrumental in getting a lot of kids in the area into the sport. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely got a lot to thank, sort of. We still call them Mr. and Mrs. Lang because they're PE teachers. Um, so all of us still call them Mr. and Mrs. Lang, even though <laughs> we're adults now. Um, but, yeah, definitely a lot to thank that family for. And outside of basketball, again, what are your passions and your hobbies, um, even like now when you're oh, growing up? <laughs> yeah, Um I'm really into the gym. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Whenever I've taken time away from playing, I've sort of really enjoyed that aspect. Um, I like to run and be outside. Um, away from the court in terms of work, I've sort of been more charity sector focused for the last few years. Um, so very passionate about that as well. 
Um, but yeah, plenty of stuff. I'm always busy. So you briefly mentioned St Mirren there. Let's talk about your basketball journey. So you started playing at 11. Uh, did you go into team straight away from that point? Yeah, so I played for like a local team that then fed into like the Scottish National League. So started playing under 16 when I was probably quite young um, just because there's not as many people here that were playing at that point. So quite quickly, I was playing like up age groups just because of numbers and things like that. Um, so yeah, back at, towards then, sort of before I went to university, I would be playing like under 16, under 18 and senior women and play like three games in a weekend. That was like pretty normal. Yeah. a normal week and then kind of got into the Scotland pathway then as well so was playing for the national team here um, and then kind of moved through up until going to university in Loughborough um, when I left left school. Do, do you notice a difference nowadays then obviously in the younger age groups you're saying lack of numbers maybe do you notice a difference now from, from that point when you were growing up? Yeah, we're definitely building in the right direction. Like a lot of work has gone in, like in Scotland, especially to get more kids into the sport. Um, so we're definitely, there's work to be done, but definitely moving in the right direction in terms of capacity building and getting kids through the door, especially young females and getting them to maintain the sport, like through their teenage years and um, to get them out the other side. Let's talk about Loughborough. Then you mentioned uh, being there. How did that come about? We all, what did you study at university and talk us through that? Um, so I studied international relations, so nothing to do with sport, which was always a shock to everyone on the Loughborough University campus. It's <laughs> a very sporty uni. Um, but yeah, I took a, I was 17 when I finished school. Um, so we finished school slightly earlier in Scotland. So I took a year out after I finished and I'd kind of applied to Scottish unis and then deferred and was playing my last year of under 18 basketball at home. And uh, one of the girls, Gillian Baird, had gone to Loughborough a few years before. Um, so I kind of knew a few things that she'd done and then a couple of the other girls in the national team had started to kind of move south so I started to look into that and then went for a visit and absolutely loved it like loved the campus loved everything about it um, and then decided to kind of make the move but there was no WBBL at that point there was like a dev one team there um, and I wasn't even sure if I was going to make that team so kind of just went and went for preseason and kind of worked my way in which was a total new experience for me. And how did you find that then? How did you find taking that leap of faith, I guess? And how and obviously it worked out for you. How did you find it? Yeah, it was tough. I think pre-season was probably the hardest for me because Loughborough is a very studenty place. So we go like six weeks early for pre-season and there's no other students on campus really. So right. you're practicing twice a day, which I wasn't used to. I'd never done that before. So your body is sore and then there's not really as many people around for you to get to know. Um, so, but as soon as I kind of got into like university life, I was totally fine and like bed in with the team and then it worked out kind of being the best thing that I could have done for myself, I think. Um, so I was very lucky with the people I was surrounded with at that time. And then what happened after after you qualified from university? So I then didn't really know what to do as well and kind of got word that they were setting up a WBBL team back at home, Caledonia Pride. So they'd got in touch with me and asked if I'd want to continue studying back in Edinburgh as part of that programme. So eventually agreed to that and then spent two years studying for a master's in international development at the University of Edinburgh while kind of playing for Caledonia Pride. 
Okay, and how how was your time up at, back back in Scotland, kind of back home for you? How was that experience of WBBL basketball there? Yeah, great. It was like new coach, new surrounding, um, which was really good. And I definitely had to take more of a leadership role on the court than what I had done. So I was still like relatively young at that point in the league. Um, so it was a big couple of years of learning for me, maybe not so much like skill stuff, although we worked on that as well, but definitely um, how to lead and how to conduct myself on the court. Um, but Edinburgh as a city was great. Um, I was back living with a lot of the girls that I'd grown up playing with when I was like 11, 12, 13, 14. And then we were all living in a flat together, like fully independent. So it was kind of just like going home it was really nice like didn't have any of the nerves of like settling in or like trying to find friends or anything like that um so yeah totally loved it and then were you there for two years two years there and then to the other end of the country to say, Cardiff. Then, small trip small trip up to, yeah. Down to Cardiff yeah told yeah. us who that then how 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 did that because that is is a lot I've done it from Newcastle before as a long journey how, how did that come about yeah I'm not really sure like looking back I was definitely ready for a change and I was done with studying and wanted to try different things Um, I'd always really admired Steph Collins as like an athlete Um, so I'd kind of just got in touch with her and had discussed a few things and then decided to to make a move there um, and ended up there for a few years just like taking off the WBBL teams as I went so no it was it was good yeah, you haven't got that many to go now. You're going to have to keep... It's a two-year contract you've signed in Caledonia. That's a shame. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm, s- I'm pretty settled on this one. I don't think I'm going to go anywhere else for the foreseeable. Uh, what was your what was your time like uh, with Steph in Cardiff? Yeah, good. I loved Cardiff as a city. And, um, you know, I've got still got great friends there, some of which still play in the league. So, um, yeah, some of my best friends are still there. I enjoy going there and meeting up with them. Um. It was probably a bit of a transition for me in terms of being out of that university bubble. Like I was always working there. Um, so kind of balancing the two things. Um, so it was a bit of a transition in that respect. But yeah, really enjoyed it. It's like a very solid community club. So just got involved in everything like coaching, refereeing, tabling. Um, it's a great community down there. So we've mentioned, you know, back in Scotland um, with uh, last season, obviously, Obviously, the new Caledonia Gladiators set up. When did it first become a possibility that you would join uh, back up in Caledonia? Yeah, kind of last summer. I'd taken a year out from playing, and to be honest, I was done. I was happily okay. happily retired, as of say, and then they came and said, you know, we're setting up this team, and I had a few conversations, and I was kind of unsure at first because I'd you know, kind of made my peace with not playing anymore and was sort of happy with that decision. But then the more they talked about their plans for the club and what they wanted to do um, and sort of a potential role for me within that, it was kind of like I would be silly to say no to this. Um, so, yeah, back we came. So sort of last summer and then kind of fed fed into it from there. So talk, talk to us a little bit about last season. Um, we have to say a fairly successful first season for the for the gladiators franchise uh, talk us through your thoughts yeah absolutely i think we exceeded even our own expectations last year um with the group that we had so yeah a really successful season for us and um, personally for me 
one of my most enjoyable seasons, just getting back in and playing with really experienced players and some top like talent in the league um, and being really competitive in a lot of close games. So it, it was really enjoyable. And I think there's a real buzz around the club at the moment with the direction things are moving in. And that definitely was kind of catching as we went along. Um, there's a real belief in the momentum that we're trying to build. Um, so yeah, overall, massively positive. Um, and now we have to try and keep building on that. You mentioned some really experienced players, the likes of Chantel Handy, Aaron McGarrichan, who both uh, re-signed for the coming season. How important, along with yourself, is it to maintain that core? Yeah, absolutely. I think like Shan and Aaron are two people that I've looked up to since I was really young, and I only now look up to them more, given like sharing a court with them last year. So I think they're key people for us, not just in terms of their basketball talent, but in terms of the way they lead and conduct themselves. So that's really important for us to have as a group because it kind of sets that precedent now for anyone that comes in. Um, so yeah, they're two, two very key people for us. And it, it's a two-year deal that you've signed. Obviously, that doesn't happen very often in the WBBL. Um, how, how important is that and how vital is that for the league as a whole to continue to grow? Yeah, I think it's just it's amazing that we're seeing slightly more of it now um, for female athletes and and for our British players, which is really exciting. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think it's important in terms of just keeping a core group together and giving them that opportunity to build, especially with um, an experienced coach like we have now with Miguel and the way he's looking to build and improve people. It's like nice to be locked in and have that secured and sort of have a pathway for yourself for the next little while as opposed to like, going to the next year and then trying to figure out what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And you talk about the direction the club want to go in. Obviously, there's there's talk of the EuroCup application and how, how much are you looking forward to that? Yeah, very much so. I think um, I was in the office today and just saying, like, I pretty much have a pinch me moment, like, every day at the moment with just mm -hmm. everything that's going on, like arenas and EuroCups and all sorts of things. But um no, I think it's only a really positive thing for basketball in this country um, and obviously really exciting for everyone that's involved in it. So, yeah, I think everyone here is just really excited for what the future holds. There's so much to talk about, isn't there? You mentioned the arenas, obviously EuroCup, obviously getting some of the best British talent in, two-year contract. There's just so much going on up in Scotland. Yeah, it's chaos. I mean, we had like a meeting... And in the middle of the season with like everyone in the programme, so men's players, some of the youth coaches, everyone came in and like one of the questions was in five years time, like if you could picture anything for the club and you can be as crazy with the dream as you want, like what would you do? And um, me and Johnny Bunyan were at the same table and he's obviously played for the men's team for a number of years and we were just like, we already feel like it's that point where we can't like go any further because if you told us this was going to happen a few years ago, it just seems totally unthinkable. Um, so we were sort of like struggling to come up with a response. Um, so yeah, I think that sums it up really. It's all a bit, it's all a bit mad, but in the best possible way. So you mentioned the men's team there. How how much do you see of the men's team? Because obviously it's the same franchise. Do you practice in the same play? Do, do you see them very often? Um, so we haven't really the past season because we haven't had our own venue. So it's been a lot of like dotting around, trying to find practice facility yeah. and like being in different places every day. Um, we haven't really had that base. Um, 
we see them on game days, obviously, and things like that. The back-to-back games where we've played and then they've played have been really positive. Um, but I think next year we'll really build on that with us both practicing and playing out of the same place, which will be nice. Even like the staff share the same office. So I think everyone's learning from each other, which is quite a nice thing. And they won a trophy last year, right? So you've got some competition and you've got some... The the the, the women's team have got to up their game a bit, no? So everyone keeps telling us, we're like, well, we're in our first year. They've been around a little bit longer than us. No, it was amazing for the club. And yeah, hopefully we can bring in some silverware at some point as well. So what does success look like for Caledonia next season? Um, We've not really like talked loads and loads about goals. We obviously want to build on our position domestically and, and compete as hard as we can. Um, And then looking to compete hopefully somewhere in Europe um, if that's confirmed so I think trying to juggle both things and then just taking big strides in terms of opening arenas and building a fan base and like really getting our roots down um, and our new venue will be great as well So as well as playing this year if you got another role within the club what what does kind of your day to day look like? Yeah so I've yeah, I was like working full time last year and playing and now I've given up that job to come on board with the club full time um, and we'll be leading on the strength and conditioning for the women and yeah, some lifestyle bits and bobs. So things around nutrition, sleep, hydration, um, all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so looking to take more of a role there as well. I've got some quick fire questions in a little bit and a lot of that's like favourite snack and things like that. So you're going to have to be careful, aren't you, what you say? Yeah, yeah, fruit only, fruit only. <laughs> so we've got some fan questions that people have sent in to me. Um, what would you say the best thing about playing for Caledonia is? I think the culture. Um, I think there's a real belief in the people. Like, we've got great people in the club, so the culture and the people um, really, like, it feels like we're trying to move in the right direction, so it's just, like, a really positive thing to be involved with. Uh, what has been your most embarrassing moment on court? Oh, gosh. I've got quite a lot I could use here. Um, I think one time I was playing for Scotland. I think we were maybe playing Ireland, and I was subbing out the game. And, like, the referee was, like, paused for play, which is what I've done now as a referee. And he was stood right next to our bench, so I accidentally high-fived the referee <laughs> and then high- went down the bench and high-fived all my team. And like everyone was laughing. I didn't realize till I got to the end, obviously mortifying. Um, but everyone found it quite funny. And I think the referee appreciated the high five. So it was okay. Well, there has to be some footage of that somewhere. No, I hope not. I really hope not. Um, oh, so you mentioned the new um, kind of base for yourselves this year. How much difference will that make uh, to have a dedicated facility for you personally and for the team? Yeah, it's huge for us. Um, last year we did amazingly, but it was a challenge. We were sort of driving around different venues in Glasgow and trying to find courts last minute and then things would change. So I think just to be able to have a facility to use when we want and it's like purpose built for us will be such a game changer in terms of performance overall. So yeah, it'll be huge for us. And what difference have you seen in the WBBL from when you first um, joined the league to the current day what differences have you noticed yes it's been a long time um so many positive steps and I think like we're just kind of 
starting to build and almost enter a new phase of it completely but just in terms of engagement from different people sort of professionalizing the league more like we've definitely still got work to do but when you actually reflect on where we were when the league first started I think in 2014 like there's been such a massive improvement and um, from all the clubs and even the competitiveness of teams and the talent that we're bringing in so yeah it's definitely on its way there work to do but on its way there right the quick fire questions then um what is your favorite netflix series oh this is hard i always go back to friends which i know is terrible but i watch it all the time i mean that's it's a classic isn't it classic yeah yeah i've watched it too many times though do you prefer tea or coffee tea i'm not a coffee drinker okay What's your favourite jersey number and why? Um, Number four. And honestly, I think I just got given it because it was the smallest kit. And now when I was younger and now it's stuck. So I've maintained it. I always I always hope there's a good story with the jersey number question, but there never is. You know, it's just I've always had that number. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I was little and I'm still little now. That was the problem. What's your favourite Disney film? Oh, Jungle Book. Oh, the new one or the old one? Old is best, but okay. I actually was more impressed with the new one than I thought I would be. Okay. What annoys you the most? Loud chewing. That's a no-go for that's, me. That's a common one. That's a common yeah, one, no. definitely. Uh, what's your game day routine? Um... I'm pretty chilled before a game, to be honest. Food is huge for me. I'm a huge foodie, so I'm usually all about fuel on game days. Um, And I tend to eat an apple, like, when I go out to warm up. I'm kind of known for that. Like, I eat an apple on the bench before I start warming up. So that's uh, as exciting as it gets for my game day routine. Uh, what's your favourite meal? Ooh. That's hard. Um quite like like mexican food so i'm quite a fan of like fajitas um and things like that yeah i would say that's up there for me we've done your most embarrassing moment what's your best moment on court your favorite moment oh there's quite a lot um definitely our win against london this year was huge i think um yeah and playing in the cup final with pride actually a few years back um so yeah there's there's been quite a few different ones but yeah london the past season london was definitely a big win for us yeah that sent a few shockwaves around the league that was good we enjoyed that one yeah <laughs> good day uh what is your favorite snack um healthy i would go like strawberries um yeah that's probably my favorite unhealthy i'm quite a big fan of pizza yes i love pizza Speaking of pizza, pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? Absolutely, yes. I am a big Hawaiian pizza lover. Get in. Uh, what advice would you give to a young girl who's just starting out, uh, want, wanting to improve, wanting to kind of get to the, the top of the game? What what advice would you give? Um, I think enjoy the process. I think at times I've learned a lot because I've maybe lost sight of that and I've lost a bit of enjoyment at times when I've been playing. Um, so yeah, if you're not enjoying it, there's no point in doing it as competitive as you want to be. So yeah, yeah definitely 
push yourself as much as you can but also enjoy it and enjoy the people that you're around because they'll last a lot longer than your time playing well okay what one rule would you like to change or get rid of in basketball oh that's hard um I was going to say like getting rid of travels, but that's ridiculous because it would just turn into like running rugby. Maybe I'd say like you're not allowed to block people anymore. Like that would really benefit me, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah, it's a good, good yeah, change. I'd get rid of blocks. What is the top of your bucket list? Oh, there's definitely a lot of places I want to travel and I'd really like to go on a hot air balloon. That's on there. Nice. Uh, who is your favourite basketball player of all time? Hard. I don't like f- watch loads and loads of high level games. So I tend to go for people that are like in the league that I look up to. So like Steph was a big one for me. Georgia Jones was another big one for me growing up. So they're sort of people that I've always admired. Deanne Hayward and um, sort of players I've played with as opposed to superstars in the in the WNBA or in EuroLeague. Yes, yeah, so you don't don't watch much of the, the, the big leagues, should we say? Yeah, I've got better. I do watch some stuff now, um, but I tend to watch more games where I like know someone that's playing. Um, nice. So, yeah. Uh, what is your main strength as a basketball player? Uh, probably my speed. No surprises there. That's what I'm kind of known for. Um, and probably like defensive, like 1v1. Okay. Uh, I just want to, before I ask the last question, I just want to say I really appreciate your time. Obviously, off-season, probably the last thing you want to do is come on here and talk to me, but I appreciate you coming oh, on. Well. And um, it, it's been fascinating getting to know your story and getting to know you a bit better. Um, good luck for when you when your pre-season starts. And uh, hopefully I'll see you kind of early in the in the season. Yeah, absolutely. Bring Eva along. Oh, most definitely. Right, last one then. Can you finish this sentence for me? I love basketball because... It's fast, it's fun, and it allows you to meet really great people. Can't argue with that. Amazing. Thank you very much, Robin. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much.